The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. I just want to say this. Football season is here. You gotta love it, man. So welcome to the pregame for the beatdown, the 40 Winer Show, 202. First of all, Raider Nation, let me just say this. Thank you. And I'm serious and very sincere, Randy, and I thank you very much for all the donations and contributions to our show. It really helps us out a lot. And you're going to tell by the tailgate. See, <laughs> tailgate, it's a party. Just come on down. These donations help me to make it better when you're coming to visit. And I just thank you so much. For It helps with production costs and all other stuff. I just want to put a, a big thank you out there because, man, we really appreciate it. Ray and I really do. So uh, I ain't going to rant and rave anymore, but thank you very, very much. Okay, the Raider Nation celebration. Now, the bonehead that I am, absolutely, you know me, said that it was going to cost 10 bucks to get in. Well, it used to cost bucks to get in, but guess what? This season, they did a big deal, and it's free. Your Raiders Nation celebration is free. So get down there on the 10th. Uh, season ticket holders get in at 11. Everyone else gets in at 12. It should be a great deal. Go in there. Check it out. It's fun. Like I said before, man, make a day of it. Bring the family. I'm bringing mine. So uh, we'll be out there, too. So check it out. Get on in there and do it. Today's show is short and sweet because it's just before the game, so bear with me. Today's show will be... Yeah, yeah. Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oak Town. Oh, don't you know? Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oak Town. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. The starting offense and defense for our Oakland Raiders. And, of course, Javon freaking Walker. Unfucking believable punk ass bitch. And then the bone line. You guys come in. You guys come in pretty damn funny. I love putting other fans on this bone line. It's great. Fans of other teams are getting just pulled. It's a beautiful thing. You gotta just love it. I do. So let's get into our first story. Uh, this pregame for the 40 whiners. They think they're gonna beat us. I don't think so.
Well, Raider fans, this Friday, the 8th of August, will be the first preseason game where we get to see our 2008 Oakland Raiders. At 7 p.m., people will be jamming to get into the stadium, although it isn't sold out. It will be quite a spectacle. You know, it might not be sold out to 60,000, but 50,000 ain't bad either. There's plenty of people looking for seats, and I'm telling you right now, by game time, it will be sold out pretty damn close. There's a big rivalry. I know it's just preseason, but there's a lot of hate involved in this game. The Battle of the Bay. This battle is epic. Now, the reason being, the Raiders are one game, and I mean one game over, on the on the 49ers. So we're 18 wins to their 17. Uh, so we, we got an opportunity here to pull ahead, and it's about time our stats start to change anyways, damn it. Don't you think so? I sure as hell do. So this is what the lineup is for our team as it starts right now. Without injury or lack of performance, of course, at quarterback we have Jay Russ. Our running back first, of course, is Justin Fargus, earning it last year. Justin Griffith, the human cannonball. This guy is unbelievable. Great blocking fullback. Of course, he's in there at number one. Left tackle. They put Kwame Harris in there on the first team. We'll have to see. Keep an eye on him and hope he protects the back of our quarterback. Left guard, of course, Robert Gallery moved into the guard position he had last season. Let's hope that he can at least do as well, if not improve. The center is going to be a flip-flop between Jake Grove and John Wade. The reason I think so is I think Grove is still not healed up from his knees, and uh, I'm not sure if he's playing 100%, but he's what we got for now, Padna. Right guard, Cooper Carlisle takes the deal. And right tackle, Cornell Green did not get moved from his spot by Paul McQuiston, which I'm disappointed about because I had such high expectations for the red mullet. Tight end, of course, number one is Zach Miller. Uh, John Madsen's right behind him because he's also very good, so we'll look for them to tandem. Uh, wide receiver, Jovan, I think I would have quit. Walker, of course, is on first team. I- I'm sure it's only because of the money because... He's a punk-ass bitch. Anyways, uh, Drew Curry, uh, Drew Carter, and Ronald Curry, of course, are going to be wide receivers in there as well. I can't wait to see Drew play. I hope he's come up, and I hope he can actually take the place of Jovan. I got a terrible problem. I don't feel good. Walker. Okay, let's go. On the defense, of course, we're starting out with Jay Richardson, the rookie I saw a lot of prospect in this kid when he first got drafted by the Oakland Raiders, and he has done everything that I thought he would. He is a monster. Watch for him to take some people out. Gerald Warren, I hope he comes in with a whole good attitude. He played very well before his injury. The push up the middle was what we need at nose tackle, and we got to have it, and that's who he is. Defensive tackle. Tommy, the $50 million man, Kelly, comes in. I expect everything from him and from camp. Rumors I hear, he is everything I expect. And, of course, the sack master. That's right. That's Derek Burgess coming in at defensive end. 
Okay, outside linebacker Ricky Brown has earned a spot. He should have. If you remember this kid's play last season, he really, really was contending for the job. I think he won it because he's stronger, bigger, and faster. Watch for some heavy hits from him. Kirk Morrison in the middle. Yes, Morrison in the middle. More interceptions, baby. The number one cap tackler for us all year last year. Excellent. And, of course, Thomas Tower, two interceptions last season. Let's look for more of that here. On the other outside linebacker, Thomas Howard, the bomb. These three cats should make very, very big trouble for any offense. Cornerback, Niamdi Asamoa. Of course, our pro bowler comes in. And safety, Gabriel Wilson, the rocket man, Comes in, he might have some limited playing time in this Niner game, but this kid, you just watch him this season, man. He's not going anywhere. He's going to put some people down. And then Huff Daddy, Michael Huff Daddy, better put it together this year. He showed a lot of improvement, got his first interception last season. We're looking for him to make things even more difficult. And, of course, the other cornerback, D'Angelo. Haul in that interception, baby. That's right. D'Angelo Hall, our acquisition from this offseason, is in the spotlight. And we should have a shutdown offense as far as a passing game. We just have to look for that run defense. And I think, really, with the improvements we have here with Tommy Kelly in the middle, I mean, Tommy Kelly, Tommy Kelly and Gerald Warren in the middle working together, the run game's gonna the run defense game is gonna improve dramatically. Need I say more about anything else? I don't think so. We'll talk a little bit about let's talk about that practice we had on Monday with the 49ers, the 40 winers. Of course, we all know Nolan's ass is on the super hot seat. Shit, that seat's so hot I don't think he can sit down, so he's gonna be standing up all season. His ass is on the line, pod. Now he needs to just have a win, every win, every preseason game. He needs any kind of hope he can get. I'm not saying Lane Kiffin's not in the hot seat, but Nolan is definitely out. He needs to have a winning season. So Monday, Ed Hartwell, of course, I told you about him before, made some trouble. He put <laughs> he put some people down, got all emotional. Nolan yelled at him, come on, Ed, because they worked together. And Hartwell said, last time I saw a coach is a contact sport. I love it. He's showing all the heart he has, and he's bringing it even now. Watch this game. If he plays, it's going to be fun to watch. Coop! Coop come in and put down Gore, and Gore got very emotional. You can see that on the films. And, of course, everyone got into a big ruckus. I love Coop, man. You're the bomb. That was so funny to watch. Okay. Big deal this week is putting in the game plan. Inserting the game plan and getting everybody on the same page is a huge part of the coaching staff's issues. We want to put the game plan as test to change for every team because every team has someone different, correct? Absolutely. So here we go. Game plan inserted. Let's see how our guys execute. Let's see what happens. If there's not too much emotion on the sideline and we do well, that means the game plan went in pretty good. That's what I would say. If the coach is flipping out on the sideline, yelling at everybody, that means they didn't get the game plan and we could have some issues. So keep an eye on that as well. And look for Nolan to be perspiring big time, even if it's 50 degrees outside. <laughs> he needs to win this game. They might say it's bullshit, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's huge. It's huge for the team. It sets the tempo for the first game. We need to go in big time, even though we're just seeing the preseason guys. 
a very short rep from the first stringers, but everyone trying to earn their job is going to make it happen. Preseason shows you the depth of your team and how it works together. Our team should do pretty damn well, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But we shall see. We will see on Friday at 7 p.m. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. Man. I can hardly wait. And on that note, let me just say this. We have a fan, of course, a Raider fan, Dave Casper. No, not the ghost. Dave Casper, the guy who's going to be singing the national anthem on Friday. An Iraq veteran. This cat is cool. He's good. He's very entertaining, and you're going to see how because he's invited us to go with him in a limousine to the Coliseum, field passes, the whole nine yards, and luxury box suite with him, um, and we'll be doing this on video. If possible, we're going to give it a try. So if, if we get this video, it's going to be the opener for the Raider Nation videocast and the opener for Dave Casper, hoping to have him on as a regular guy here on the podcast. So check it out. That's something very special we're doing this game. I've never done it before, and I'm honored to, to be there um, and invited uh, from Dave. So thanks, Dave Casper. <laughs> That's very cool. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Javon freaking Walker. Okay, we had enough drama with the Las Vegas phenomena. That's probably the most drama we've had since the Lane Kiffin firing rumors came out earlier this summer. But here we go again. Just when you think the drama has died and taken away from the Raiders, Javon Walker comes in to the office and asks to be released. And he wants to be retiring. And he's going to give his money back. Boo fucking who? Then, of course, minutes later, in a tirade, he comes back and says, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I want to be here. I really want to be a Raider. I really want to be a Raider, honest. Well, let me just say there's two camps, as usually there are. There's usually like five camps, but here we have two camps. We have one camp of Raider fans saying that we have to stand behind him because he is our best wide receiver. He is a Raider, and he's part of our team. Totally understand those thoughts. I totally understand the standing behind and giving positive vibes and positive things to our team. Because I'm all about that. I'm all about this. Earn your shit. Okay? Now, Robert Gallery, as an example, not a very good pick. Definitely has hurt us over the years. But last year has improved. And I really, as pissed off as I was with the guy... He was our team. He's on our team. He was a Raider. I could bitch about him, but, you know, nothing about sending him somewhere else. Okay. That being said, Javon freaking Walker, from the first time he was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, has not played as a team player yet. 
This cat, Mr. Champagne Walker, has shown absolutely no effort this season. Early in August, the 4th of August actually, first reported, Lane Kiffin said he was lazy. Walker was lazy walking through drills, being tired and out of shape while he showed up to camp. First clue. Of course, the second big clue was him wanting to retire right there before season started. Javon freaking Walker does not know the word team, can't spell, probably can't spell the word team, and has no concept thereof. Javon Walker is not a Raider. I don't consider him to be part of the team. I won't consider him to be part of the team until he straightens up and gets his shit together. When he plays alongside people like Naomi Asamoah and Ronald Curry, both guys are gentlemen, they're class acts, they keep their nose clean, they know the game, they practice hard, they play hard, they work hard to make the team a winning team. They play team. Javon Walker has no business within 500 miles of either one of these guys. And the fact that he's on their team, I'm sure, doesn't make them very happy, other than the fact that he may catch a ball. And let's get to that right now. Javon Walker will quit on the Raiders. If we're not having a good season, Javon Walker quit on the Broncos. And they've had better records than we have for a while. Javon Walker is a crybaby bitch. Javon Walker is a I, me, me, I, 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 I kind of guy. And I, for one, don't want him on my team. I think the biggest mistake the Raiders ever did was not taking that $11 million, opening the door and saying, thank you so much for not participating. Kicking his ass out, locking it shortly thereafter. Nice talking to you. See in court, because by then he'd probably sue to get his money back. I have no doubt that's the kind of character or lack of that this cat is. The one good thing about the Javon Walker pickup was this. It will give me plenty to talk about throughout the season. Keep your eye on his half-hearted route running and his lack of enthusiasm throughout the entire season. Watch for him pouting, crying, sitting with a towel over his head on the sideline if we have any trouble whatsoever. Javon Walker will be the first to go down the tunnel after the game, maybe before the game. I wouldn't doubt that either. So if you can't feel my vibe on the Javon Walker situation, here's this. This guy is not our guy. We need to go out and find our guy. He is not. I think the contract is shit. I think his performance shows it. And I think we will lose this cat after this season. If not, if he doesn't retire before the end of the season. I'm pissed. We don't need this fucking drama in Oakland, man. Look at the Brett Favre thing, okay? That's the only thing that saved the Raiders from national news every day on the Javon Walker I want to quit and get my money back story. That would have been the number one story across of all sports. Every ESPN asshole would have been out there spouting this shit. The Raiders are doomed. Blah, you know, you could just see the articles one after another. But thank God for the dysfunctional Brett Brat Favre, that stupid ass who jacked around. Now, I'm not all about the team, but shit, if you're a Packers fan, I'd hate that guy. You're not sure if you want to come back. You change your mind three or four times. 
The team has to make moves. You have to draft players. You have to make plans. This isn't dodgeball. This is professional football. And as far as Brett Favre is concerned, amen. I am so happy that he's screwed up that it makes me happy because the light came off the Raiders and went on to the Packers. But let me just say this, too, as long as I'm talking about it. If that would have happened here in Oakland, you can guarantee that Al Davis would have been dragged into it, that it would have been the dysfunction of the Raiders organization. It would have been one thing after another in a plethora of bullshit out of the media, and the Raiders would have looked like total losers. But no, since it's the Packers, those guys are okay. (laughs) That's the funniest thing about this whole mess, is that the Packers came out okay. We didn't come out so okay on the deal, though, because we play the Jets. And if this asshole is playing good ball, then it's going to be tougher for us to beat him. Chad Pennington, of course, is going to be released because they need his salary room. So they're going to cut his ass. Some of the people here in the Raider Nation think that we should take Chad. Eh, You know what? We got our quarterback situation figured out pretty good. I don't think we need his contract because it's going to be very expensive. And by the way, they're already talking to the Kansas City Chiefs, who might pick up Pennington right away. That would also not be good for us. The AFC is getting even more intense if you if if you add um, if you move Pennington to the Chiefs and you put Favre in to the Jets, you know that just puts the whole level of play up in the across the league. But I don't give a shit because we're the Oakland Raiders and we are the new and improved 2008 Oakland Raiders, and I expect nothing less than better performance from everyone. I don't expect the Super Bowl. But I certainly expect some wins this season and some entertainment on the field. We got a lot to look forward to, Raider Nation. A lot. A lot. So be happy, be proud, and loud because Raider season is here, which is the NFL season, but it's Raider season. I can't wait to get out there and see you guys, meet you guys, and have some beers with you guys and gals. It's going to be fun stuff. And on a side note... Brandon Marshall suspended three games. You gotta love it. I love it so much. Good nap, but to a better guy, Shannon Rat. So that looks good. Also, they lost one of their great prospects, a guy named Torian, who was a rookie running back for them. Busted his elbow, will be out for four months minimum. So the Broncos are doing their best to fall down and roll around and we got to take it to them, man. We got to kick these guys when they're down. We got to beat them hard when they're down. Okay? Got to beat the hoes. We got to be part of the slap a hoe tribe. We got to slap these hoes around. I love it. All right, man. Enough of my shit. Let's get to the bone line, man. I'm pumped. We got football. <laughs> Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Roll the nation a bone. Throw me a bone. Get on there and throw your bones. 
If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouting it out right here. We got some great takes. And here they are. From the nation to your station. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog from sunny Southern California. I just want to say what's up to all the Raider Nation. I have a little bit of an issue with all these Raider haters coming on the bone line, especially that punk cowboy fan. Yeah, that's kind of funny how he's supposedly a cowboy fan, and he's on the bone line, Raider Nation bone line, talking his crap. But that's all right, though, because in 2009, we're going down to Dallas and kicking their ass, and I'll be there. Greg, Randy, you guys are doing a great job with the Raider Nation podcast. I've been a member for a couple months now, and I've been loving it, getting the feedback from all the other Raider Nation fanatics. Just can't wait for this season. There's good things coming from the Raiders this season. We're going to shut all those critics up especially all those idiots from ESPN, Castanzo, sons of bitches. Anyways, uh, I'm out of here. Raider on, Raider Nation. Peace. All right, the first bone line of the day. <laughs> Lou Dog. Yeah, man, you get to call out the pretenders because they're all pretending. They're all pretending to be fans of some other team, but you know they're closet Raiders. Because they're here on the Raider Nation podcast trying to turn up some shit. I know, 2009, I might be at Dallas too. That might be a game that we go to. And we will shut the critics up. We're going to shut them critics up big time. I say that's what's going to happen. And uh, I don't say that just all, all the time. Trust me. So we're getting down. We're getting dirty. And we only got one more day before preseason, man. You're right on. Raider on, brother. Okay, who we got next? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raul Oliveros calling from Southgate, California. Man, Raider Greg, you must really want me talking on this phone line all the time. Because every time you put one of them closet fans that listens to the radio, to the podcast, I respond. And here I am responding to that steely girl or whatever she is. I tell you what. That rowdy redskin, that rocking cowboy, and that steely girl all have something in common. What what may that be, you ask? Well, the last time we played each one of them, we kicked their ass. So, nothing but bitter fans trying to get back at the nation. On another note, man, I'm so glad that Brett Favre BS is over. Now maybe we can start hearing some news about the NFL, especially the Raiders, because we have gotten no news because of that old guy who doesn't know when to give it up, and I'm kind of glad he didn't end up over here on our side of the league. Imagine how, what would have been if he would have been with the Chargers or the Chiefs. kind of glad he didn't get picked up by them. Anyway, looking forward to his next game tomorrow against the 40-winers. Going to watch the game at home with my brother, a 40-winer fan, and I'm going to be 
talking shit to him the whole game because we're going to kick his ass. Other than that, I'm out. Raul Oliveros comes in. That's who it is. All right. Well, another one to call out the pretenders. That's right. These people pretend to be fans of other teams. You know they're Redder fans. The Rowdy Redskin. <laughs> the Steeler girl. I can't get over that either. Then that rockin', rockin' cowboy, please. You know what comes from Texas. Oh, they ain't got steers, and what else they got? Eh. Anyways, yes, absolutely. We do believe, believe me, we're going to get press. We're going to get more press than we can handle. But we have to win an unbelievable amount of games. We have to have victory after victory, probably three or four in a row, before they'll start to talk about us. That's how it is. Get over it. BSPN, at least one thing they are, and that's consistent. I ain't we're looking for them to give us any any props, so I never do. So when we get them, you know, we get them. Okay, now, the Brett Favre issue, I'm glad it's done too, but we're going to have Chad Pennington in Kansas City, I'm pretty sure. Check that out. Um, and I don't give a shit if he went to either team, actually. We just got to play and beat him. Our team has to be good. Our team has to be good enough to beat their team. Regardless of one one guy or another, we got to be able to beat him. And let me tell you, our secondary ain't no bullshit. So let's move on. Who we got next? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider TR from Northwest Pennsylvania. Yes, unfortunately, Pittsburgh Steeler country. Uh, I just want to call and say it's, how, it's up. I love the show. Listen to it for about a year now. And I'm going to make it to the Buffalo Bills game in Buffalo. Uh, a couple of my friends from uh, school are going up and wanted some tips on getting cheap tickets. And uh, if anyone else is going to be up there for a tailgate, I'll be hitting up the forum in about a week or so. And, uh, yeah, go Raiders. Well, we have a Raider TR from Pennsylvania. But his uh, his file was a little corrupted. I got some of his uh, bone line. He's going to be at the Bills game, so you guys check him out at the Bills game. You guys should get together on his forum here and, and get yourself a posse to go to that out-of-state out of game here um, and get on it. And I know we're in Steeler country. We're going to send Steeler girl uh, your way, and she can go live over there with the rest of the Steeler fans. Okay, next one up was Tatum. Raider Tatum. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. I just acquired my tickets to go to my annual meeting down in Kansas City. As with others, I will be out in Oakland hopefully this fall if everything falls into place. I'm going down there, and I'm going to hang out with all them fucking rednecks from Kansas City, and God knows how many off-breed kids are going to be there with fucking buck teeth and zits all over their faces. But I will be wearing my Jack Tatum, number 32, the Assassin jersey. I just acquired it. It's going to be hot as fuck out, but you know what? I give a goddamn. I'm going down there, and I'm going to represent the boys as always, and I leave with this little comment as I've done other times. Put Tatum in the fucking Hall of Fame. He needs to be there. I will continue until he's actually in. God bless you, Raider Greg. And uh, to the rest of you out there, I love you too. Peace. Long live the Sabbath. All right, Raider Tatum. Going to go see the Kansas City condiments. That's right. Ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. You got to love it. 
I love it. And you're going to be coming home to the black hole, partner. That'd be great. We look forward to seeing you. you got to come by the tailgate. You know what I'm saying. And uh, you are the bomb because I wear number 32, partner. That's how I'll be sporting this year. Jack Tatum. That's right. The assassin. You can't get any better than that. And of course he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Of course he does. I agree 100%. And long live the Sabbath. I love that shit. Keep bringing it. That's funny right on. Okay, who's next? Hey, this is Juan Jorge. Just calling in to say what's up, Raider Nation. And uh, to that one Steeler fan um, that left the bone line message the last time, um, I don't know if she remembers, but like Greg said, uh, we beat the Steelers last time. Um, and the first score was a defensive touchdown. Who else threw the interception but Ben Roethlisberger? To whom? None other but Namdi Asamoah. When they were supposed to kill us, when they were coming off a Super Bowl victory, when the Raiders had absolutely no chance whatsoever, and the Raiders somehow win. Here's a little uh, flashback for her. Uh, let me play it. Here you go. Receivers left to right, then throws. Well, deflected and intercepted by Asamoah. He may score. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Raiders! Yep, that was Nam Asamoah picking off Ben Roethlisberger. I believe he threw four interceptions. Yep, I think so. And our defense won the whole game. Our offense didn't have to do anything. They just kind of laid back. Yeah, they probably got killed, but hey, we won the game, right? Just win, baby. Yeah, just win, baby. As for that cowboy asshole, um, see, what do I got to say about you? Um, learn shit about your own team before you tra- talk crap about others. Uh, your team ain't going nowhere. They might make the playoffs, sure, but Tony Homo is going to choke. And uh, T.O. is going to say, where's my quarterback? Leave him alone. Leave my quarterback alone. Yeah, he's a punk. And, um, yeah, the Raiders aren't going to sweat this year, bro. In fact, the Raiders are going to be good. Not great, but we're going to be respectable, and we're always realistic about uh, our team. Hey, but why don't you come down to the to McAfee Coliseum and say that? Oh, wait, you won't because you're a punk ass. <laughs> Anyways, just thought I should call in and uh, clear those issues up. Uh, look forward to seeing you guys um, the Cardinals game uh, preseason because you guys won't be doing a normal tailgate for the Niner game. So uh, see you guys then. All right, late. Looky here, looky here. We got Juan Jorge, man. This is a regular contributor to the Raider Nation podcast and video cast, and he's a great all-around guy. Check him out, man. He lays it out. Juan you the man! Thanks for coming in, partner. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you this, man. we got one day before preseason starts. We're going to get a look at our team. We're going to see what happens. And, yeah, it's preseason. Whatever. we got to beat them punk-ass bitches from across the bay. I ain't kidding over here. I don't want to hear anymore, and I'm tired of hearing about it. And you know what I'm saying? If you live anywhere around here, you're tired of hearing about it. So check it, check it, check it. See what's going on and uh, 
Get on out there. Get your ass in a seat. Get to Oakland, man, because it's going to be an exciting season. I feel a good one coming on, and we're going to see a lot of it. Uh, just remember, it's going to be delayed here in California. You're not going to see the game until 1130, but there, if you go to our website, of course, you can see where Randy put up the links. You can listen to the game on your computer. You can hear play-by-play by Tom Flores, of course. Um, and check it out. So I look forward to after the game, post-game, we're going to analyze, analyze all the things, all the players, all the things that are going on. So check it out. Um, we'll do a post-game show because this is the beginning, folks. It's on the beginning. So we're going to get bigger, better, and better as things go on. Thanks for the bone line, 1-800-620-7181. Get on it. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.